A huge congratulations to Whalen Bay. They are the number one dealer in sales in the nation for Mako and Tahoe boats. How cool is that? Hey folks, Captain Kevin Faber here for Whalen Bay Marine, and I've been telling you for years how much I love the Mako Pro Skiff Series. They're an absolute inshore fishing machine. But don't forget, they also carry tracker boats, nitro performance fishing boats, sun tracker pontoon boats, and Tahoe boats. Now you want some bigger news? Whalen Bay is now the dealer for Ranger boats. The new Ranger Saltwater Bay boats look amazing. Also, Ranger Aluminum Series and Ranger pontoons, which are perfect for fishing and just relaxing. So now, no matter what your boating needs are, Whalen Bay has you covered. And I can promise you that when you buy your new boat, all the folks at Whalen Bay will make sure your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. You can do all this at Whalen Bay in St. Augustine, located at 845 State Road 207, or give them a call at 217-3778, or visit whalenbaymarine.com. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized dealer for tracker boats, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, Mako, and now your full line of Ranger boats. And remember, every day is a boat show at Whalen Bay Marine. Now, the Ring Power Fishing Forecast Show. I'm going to take you fishing, honey. You're going to love it. Brought to you by Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Here to help you be the best you. Here's Captain Kevin Faber and Captain Scott Shank on 1010XL. And good evening. Welcome to the Fishing Forecast. I am Captain Scott Shank. Always my good friend, Captain Ricky Papour. Captain Kevin has seen his grandkids. He did something quite interesting. And uh, he's in... Oklahoma, right? No, oh, no. Tupelo, Mississippi. That's right. That's right. They met halfway. And they met halfway because he was, of course, uh, seeing his lovely daughter Kayla and the grandkids and all and spending a week. And uh, I got, uh, he, we talked briefly today and he said he always wanted to do something. He went to Oxford yesterday. Cool. Where Ole Miss and all that is and all that kind of stuff. And he said it was really, he said, we'll talk. He said, but it was really, really kind of cool. So. He's supposed to be going to Memphis um, and all that. Um, or not cool. I said Memphis, not Memphis. Um, so, so. Ah, dang uh, it. What the heck did he say to me? Okay, go ahead. Moving on. <laughs> well, sounds like Wahoo fishing was pretty epic today. I mean. I guess. I mean, a few boats caught. A few boats didn't. You know. I, 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 I don't know that to be a fact, but r- rumor is there was 200, two 100-pound fish caught on the same boat today. Yeah. Yeah, they haven't weighed them yet. I don't know. I mean, but you know, I, I yeah. I mean, com- it, it hey, comes from a good source. I'll say that. No, I, I understand. You know, I mean, the fish that uh, noticed, you know, around today was what you normally see this time of year—thirty to fifty-pound fish. Um, you know, I mean, not saying those are little by by any means, but those are your common fish until you get what into February, early March. You yeah. know. Weather's just been all over the place. Dude. You know, nobody's fished for a couple of weeks. Um, and I fished and I froze. I mean, I literally had, you know, jeans on, a long sleeve shirt, and a sweatshirt. Let me tell you about it. It was, it was damn cold running up the river. I mean, I have, I ended up, I didn't bring my little hat and stuff like that. And I had to put my sweatshirt hat over my, and my ears were freezing running down the river. Yeah. I, it was when I cold. said nobody's fished in a couple of weeks, I meant offshore, but. Oh. Nobody's made it offshore for sure. It's been well. Hell, nobody's really fished inshore. It's either been raining or blowing thirty. Yeah, I looked at the weather report last night, and I would have said no go today. I, I wouldn't. Yeah, win. Uh, I mean, but you know, it's I heard it was pretty uh, nice. It it sounded like it ended up being being all right. I mean, you know, it, it's it's so hard um, this time of year to guess it. Here, I mean, here for example, here, we'll, we'll, here let's just do it right now. We're done with it. 
<laughs> Tomorrow, Friday, West winds 15 to 20 knots, seas 3 to 4. That's rough. No go. That's a no go. Not a west wind. Saturday, west winds 10 to 15 knots, 2 to 3 um, with a dominant period of 8 seconds. That's borderline and no go, especially in, a, especially in an outboard boat. Yeah. Because, dude, once you get four miles off the beach, it turns into straight up, close together, and crap. I don't care what they say about no eight seconds. There's not not on 15 knot winds, you know, you and know. a current going. And then Saturday, uh, Saturday, we did Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. If you stay away from the adult livations, Sunday is west winds, five to 10 knots, seas around two feet. Monday is southwest winds, five to 10 knots, seas two feet. Oh, nice. So like if, you, if you go to bed and don't stay up all night long, and yes, if it was me, I'd be definitely looking at Sunday and Monday. The other two days, I'm out. I'm not a big fan of west winds at 15 knots because I know what's going to happen. It's going to get nasty. I'm not a fan of any wind at 15 knots. No, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. And we always talk about it. Everybody says, I'm sorry. I've been doing this a long time. And when I, it, I just have to chuckle. Whenever it says north winds, 5 to 10, switching to northwest, 10 later on in the day, I go, that's going to be one rough, nasty ocean. Because I've never seen a five-foot north, you know, a a five-mile-an-hour north wind. I'm sorry, but I've just never seen one. Hey, so for the first time in my life, I was happy to see wind. My son and I have been digging a pond and burning some yeah, land clearing debris and stuff. We've been working together. It's been it's been a good time. We've been ha- we've been having fun. Kind of, we've never we're bonding. Really, yeah, we haven't worked together on a job. You know, off yeah. off of our property. So it's been it's been a good time. Little but, trials and tribulations, though. Father son. Yeah, is always going to be. Yeah, that's right. But the wind, you know, pushing. So, so uh, we were burning some wet stuff, you know, because we've had so much rain. And yeah. if if it, you know, it's not just the rain. It the sun doesn't come out or Mm-mm. hasn't been out since we started this project. It seems like, but um, anyways, this stuff won't hardly burn. But when the wind blows, oh man, it lights it up. Uh, oh, uh, I'm telling you, we. He's got a backpack blower. He's got for his little land, yeah. uh, little mowing service company, whatever. And he, we put that backpack blower on the fire. Man, we can burn some piles with a backpack blower. It's, Quick, it's, it's it, impressive. It, yeah, it, it, no yeah. doubt. But and on the other note of that, with no wind, uh, the guys that fished yesterday, or excuse me, the day before, said the sand gnats. It didn't matter if you're out in the middle of the inlet in a creek in the intercoastal. They absolutely just wore you out. Yeah, the that's sand another, gnats were so that, bad because we just—it was that misty, overcasty kind of stuff. That's another which time another when you gnat want the loves. <laughs> you know, and it was warm. You know, compared to yesterday, that I said it was a little more, a little more chilly. Um, and they just said it was just, it was just ugly out there. I mean, slick, calm, gorgeous, everything lined up except for the gnats. So you fished yesterday. What'd you catch? Oh man, I don't even talk about yesterday. <laughs> I could tell. Well, you. there had to have been something. No, 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 no. I caught. I caught a lot of short reds. I caught um, an okay amount of short drum. I I caught a bazillion little trout. You know, thirteen to fifteen inches. Yellowmouth or Mm-mm. sea trout. Speckled trout. Wow. I mean, I only caught five yellowmouths all day. <clears throat> and never really until the end of the day, I tried to get them a fish fry kind of thing, and it didn't work out. I caught five, 
Nice. But, I mean, it was just went through 200 shrimp, you know. What was the water temperature? 61 degrees. Clarity? Crap. Muddy, like. Oh, yeah. Huh. Oh, yeah. I had four guys, so I couldn't throw pot. I couldn't get, I couldn't work the grass lines and stuff. I fished uh, 12 to 4 yesterday, low tide. Was, by the way, on the books, low tide was supposed to have been like around 240 yesterday down in St. Augustine. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was still going out when I put it on the trailer at 4.30. Leon said there was no tide today. I, I, and I wish it was yesterday. Dude, that thing was raging yesterday. Yeah, he said there was no flow. I, he sent us a text message. Yeah, I saw it. I, I'm just saying I had, to get, <clears throat> I had to get in the creeks right there to begin with just to get out of the current, and, and, and it, everybody else did too because those two creeks that I like to fish down south yeah. – I rolled in there, and there's six people in that one already. I went, oh, man, and they're not fishing it right, and I knew I could get and I'm just not going to do that to somebody. Water. But they were blocking me right there, and I couldn't get to where I wanted to. Was the water clarity same on both oh, yeah. sides of the oh, inlet? Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Muddy everywhere. Muddy. Hmm. And I went to another one, and there's three charter captains in that one. I went, well, that one's shot too, so <laughs> I ended up way to the south by 206, and then it ended up way up there by Leon up there, up north of the Guanas, up by Pine Island. Fished it all the way back. Struggled. Did Captain you try Zach Timmons today spot? called me. He said he caught a, He ended up finding a few at the end of the day, but he went, He, I think he went an hour and a half without a bite. Chip Wingo went two hours without a bite. You saw that text. Mm-hmm. Chip said, damn, I ain't had a bite in two hours. Where are they at? Welcome, yeah, that's what we did yesterday, <laughs> same thing. I wonder what boat traffic was like today. I don't know. I mean, it was, I, it was, pretty bad it was I-95 yesterday, dude. It yeah. was, it was, I mean, when I, I know I started a little bit later, but you know us, you know, we we give us an hour and a half kind of thing where we could go, get the boat ready and, and all that kind of stuff. And, man, I parked like way out of the way in the in my little ramp my, by, by my house right there by Douglas Crane right there. I ooh, I was in the second parking lot. It's like, dang. Hmm. But there was a lot of boats I fished yesterday. Everybody's running around. Everybody's chasing the sheephead. Yeah. You know, this winter, you know, this that? winter, you know, the charter business is a little slow, so I've been I've been asked to work at a bait shop down in St. Augustine and I do, I don't know, three or four days a week there. And uh I bet you in an hour I get 25 phone calls every hour. Got fids? No. I've noticed uh, last couple trips on the way out, uh, you know, coming underneath the bridge there from Comanche going to the inlet, there's been quite a few people fishing the pylons. Oh, yeah. Oh, every every pylon, three twelve bridge when I came under it was... was and, and they're all clean. And they're all clean. <laughs> That's the whole thing about this time of year. I mean, DOT or FDOT or whoever we are. Uh, gotta love this time of year because we yeah. keep everything pretty much, you know, <laughs> into a, in, in good shape for them and stuff like that. Even the private docks, I know some of them, they get mad at you for tying off or whatever, but it's like, Hey man, we're helping you out here. We're keeping the barnacles off your wood. We're keeping the worms out of it. We're doing, you know, we're just, we're just chewing up the pylons for you, keeping them clean. But a sheephead bite. Yeah. I mean, it's been, but there's so many more baits you can use to sheephead fish. As in live sand fleas, they they also have frozen sand fleas, which are like parboiled. They kind of like par them. Mm-hmm. Just throw them in boiling water real quick just to preserve them and then take them back out. Sand fleas are by far, I think, a way better bait than a fiddler is. 
a fiddler's kind of soft. Or Sam Flea, his top shit, it's pretty hard. So when he bites and it's a bigger, bigger piece of bait, we'll call it, he's got to come over the top and he's got to where a fiddler, he could just sit there at the legs, you know what I'm saying, and, and literally pull pull the bottom off and leave you just the helmet, as we call it, or the carapace, on on the hook. And you know that's, oh, dang, that was a sheephead bite. Um, little live shrimp work incredibly well. I like those mud crabs. You know, the mud crabs, you just got to know the difference between a mud crab and a stone crab. Yeah. <laughs> you got to look at it when you pick them, when you roll it, you know. Um, again, oysters are really, really good. The whole thing is, though, you have to have a trip ticket. Not, you know, you have to have went and bought them and everything like that. You can't just go anywhere you want and pick oysters unless it's an open lease. And most of the places, like, you know, up in Jacksonville especially, are, you know, it's it's prohibited to do that. So you got you to gotta buy them. Best thing there is to steal a pair of your wife's stockings and just cut little one-by-one one squares out of it. And you put the oyster inside that and then roll it on your hook. Then it gives it the scent. And he's not going to just pull that oyster off or little pinfishes or whatever, sucking at it. It gives you it gives you a little bit more time. I wonder if fish bites would work for that. No. no. I've never caught I've never. I no. mean, like with something as a. Uh, probably so. Probably so. I mean, I haven't I haven't tried that. Clamor. I mean, ask Chip with it. But, I mean, again, it's people always ask. It's, it's a fish I mistakenly catch or – if it's February and March when we're fishing around the jetty rocks or whatever, that we catch them. But I am not, you know, Captain Kirk Waltz or, or Jeremy Alvarez that know those Mayport rocks like the back of their hands and legitimately go sheephead fishing. It's very hard. I mean, especially I really take four people all the time, and it's way too difficult to try to keep four people, you know, who's never sheephead fished before, how to teach them how to sheephead fish. There's other ways to do it. Little tiny hook, straight to 25 or 30 pound fluorocarbon, little bitty one odd hook, bait, live bait hook, and a couple of split shots. And you've got to tell him to be a line watcher. If you start seeing that line move, that's him. Set the hook. But to sit there like Kirk and them do it where they're dropping jig heads on top of the rocks and stuff, it makes it, you know, you, you got to know what you're doing. It's not, it's not a game for everybody. It's a really, really light touch. All right, we got to take a quick break. We got to take a quick break. We'll be right back with the fishing forecast. Ring Power Fishing Forecast Show, brought to you by Awaken 180 Weight Loss on 1010XL. Welcome back to the Ring Power Fishing Forecast Show. I'm Captain Rick Captain Scott Shank. I think we got Captain Leon Dana on the line. Prime time. What's Prime happening? time. What's going on, boys? What's well, going on? I know you've been fishing. Yeah, it's been a good week. Good week. And I'll tell you what, I sure was happy that rain uh, stayed a little bit to the north of us. And whatever came my way kind of fell apart before it got to me. Dude, it's been that raining was, uh, in town. I mean, at my house, I mean, on and off all day, gum day. Has it really? Yeah. I got lucky then. So, I mean, it was just that nasty, misty kind of stuff. And then, but I mean, coming up here to the show this afternoon, well, Ricky and I were talking on our way up. And, right. And he was on like State Road 16. I'm on US 1. And he goes, coming to you. And damn, five minutes later, it's like, you know, wipers are on three. I mean, it was straight up a good one. Hmm. Hey, 
Hey, Leon, tell us about the tide. You said there was no tide this morning? It wasn't moving at all? When I launched this morning, I mean, excuse me, this afternoon, you know, every day you can see the current flow off of the pilings. You can see it off the crab traps. Yeah. There was no current flow, and it flowed so slowly today. It really didn't get low today whatsoever. The day before, I had a negative tide. Today, I had a yes. plus five. It yeah. just it never wow. got out of there today. It, 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 I mean, it was raging yesterday. I mean, yeah, I fished 12 before and it was raging. Yes, sir. I mean, well, I, got what do you think caused that? Well, we're coming That's off a great moon. question. Coming off the full moon. I mean, it just inched along today. You had a west wind today. Pretty muddy up there? No, my water clarity is just fine. It's just dark. That, that's the thing. It is as dark as Coca-Cola, but there's no silt in it. So I'll take that all day long. The fish don't seem to be minding it too much. I'm doing well. Uh, water temperature in the valley today was 63 degrees, but we can all expect that to change here in the next couple of days with the, uh, the air temperature dropping down. Uh, I've been doing really well using mud minnows. Uh, I'm using popping corks primarily, uh, working main banks. Um, you know, individuals I'm catching and I am finding several schools. It looks like they are starting to uh, school up just a little bit. So I'm very happy seeing that. And um, all in all, you know, I did catch a handful of trout today. They're all undersized and um, I'm using 18 to 20 inches a liter, basically. Yeah. It's same thing. Scotty said lots of short trout. That's interesting to nope. me. Well, he's, he, I guarantee he's got a lot more trout than I have because I mean, I literally only caught four or five today. And the funny thing is, they ain't south. Every bit of trout are to the north. There's not a trout one to the south. Hey, Leon, if he really? tells us that he caught six, that means he caught two. Damn. <laughs> I'm telling you what I did. I could tell you. I could tell you. I could count it on two hands. It was bad. It was bad. I mean, just a lot of small fish, you know. And, and uh, talking to all the guys down there, I mean – all the redfish are coming in two feet of water or less. There is none in the oh, creek holes. Oh, I would holes. agree to that. Absolutely. You know, and I, I'm sorry, but four guys on my boat ain't getting shallow, I can promise you. So two feet or less on the canal or on the main intercoastal bank is the same thing as in the flats, or does it need to be like it in the back It just depends. A lot of it's been in the backcountry. I mean, talk I've about been doing a lot of backcountry fishing, but this last few days I have transitioned to the uh, banks and done well and i have not for instance yesterday i didn't dare go back into the backwaters as low as it was getting i wouldn't get, i would have been totally busted back in there somewhere i did get low yesterday good gosh that little bit of west wind it you know and that i guess coming off the moon it was it was <laughs> yeah very sketchy getting out of gator creek yesterday when i left out of there I was bumping bottom the whole way out with the engine lifted up. It's like, oh, please don't catch me in here. How bad was right. the um, how bad was the sand nets today? Because there was no wind. Non-existent. No, I didn't have a single problem with them like I did the other day. Woo! They um, were bad the other day, cuz. Woo! Boy, they ate that little boy up. I had it was so <laughs> so funny. Oh, Ricky, we had a I had a probably had a, about eight or nine year old boy on the boat, and I had a. Let's see, the son, the father, and the grandfather in the boat, and, and me, of course. And the gnats were just 
eating this boy up. I mean, to the level to just drive this kid insane. And the funny thing was is that uh, none of us were else getting eaten. So for two hours, this kid's dancing around, and we're looking at him going, and we're just playing with him. What's wrong, boy? You got fleas? What's wrong? <laughs> I mean, bugs are eating us. What bugs? The bugs. What bugs? Uh, oh, that kid was about to lose his mind because none of us were swiping at him or, or doing anything. <laughs> it was uh, it was pretty comical. It's you know, kind of I mean, funny I, how no, they'll mess with certain them. people and not others. I agree. But I'm telling you, once they get in my ears and get in, get in my hair, I'm leaving. Oh, yeah. I can't handle that. Like, I can, they can bite me on the arms or whatever. I can't handle I know that. I've told this story before, but it always – it sticks in my mind because it was it could have been bad but like three years ago i was running a charter for another charter boat captain on his boat and it was a a woman her husband and a kid and we were fishing right there on the back side of the jetty rocks and the, the the gnats were tearing us up i mean it was terrible and she asked me she was like can these cause any kind of problems? Like, is it is it gonna? Can these hurt you in any kind of way? I was like, no, they're just gnats. It's like, you can get bit by a gnat a thousand times, and ain't gonna give you no trouble. Well, later that night, it was on a Thursday because we did the show that night. I remember I was sitting in the show, and she texted me. She's like, I just left the doctor's office. Some people are allergic to no that. way. So I was like, whoa, I did not know that. She swelled up and everything. Yeah, she she had an allergic reaction, and it, and it didn't go away. It took like two days to go away. Oh hell. Well, we all know that, you know, you, you get, get long I didn't. enough. Well, no, I mean, I mean, you know, you come in and you got little red marks all over your arms or whatever. And, and, but no, it wasn't like that for her. She got, she her, she turned all red, like, really? kind of like hives. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. That's not good, Ricky. Yeah. yeah certain people are allergic to them. I, I just didn't know. Now I, I guess, do. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and we always talk about it for the most part, Leon, there ain't nothing that curves that. I mean, that's just, there's nothing out there. You know, everybody says skin's so soft. Okay, it does a little bit. I've done the dryer sheets. It'll do a little bit. But there's nothing that I know out there that will be 100%, you know, that you're fine. You know, where like mosquitoes, you just take, you know, the... Uh, that no-nats is pretty good. No, the no-nats is good. But I'm just saying, it's still not, you know, it's probably 75 or 80%. Yeah. You know? I like, yeah, the no-nats... Uh... Well, I tell you what, I, I funny thing is with that stuff, I'll give my clients, I'll, I'll shoot a spray of it and go rub that on. Just, ooh, can I have some more? And go, oh, that one's going to cost you. you know, first one's <laughs> yeah. free. Second spray is going to cost you. Because I'm telling you, that little <laughs> tiny bottle is like 13 or $14 for that little tiny. It is gold, baby. Three-bounce bottle of it or whatever. Yeah, it's like I don't hand it to you. No, 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 because I could just see him now go, and just, you know, squirting it all yeah. down their leg. No, 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 no. Rub well, in. things are about to transition. Uh, I think yeah. tomorrow we're looking at a 5 o'clock low. Yep. That tomorrow's Friday. And I was going to do morning trips on Saturday and Sunday, but it's going to be in the low 30s in the morning, and I am not going to do that. No. So no. There's plenty enough time to reschedule there, here. buddy. It's only going to, you know, that? I said you can always reschedule. It is not a big deal. No, you're right. You're right. But I got people that are still in town. Uh, that they have family in town, and they want to go out before they leave. So I'm like, okay, we'll go. I understand that, but you know, I mean, I, you're dealing with what you're dealing with right now. You know, you don't want no part of that. I don't mind fishing in the cold, not at all. I don't care how it cold was cold it today, but it was cold. You know, today. it wasn't windy, so we're fine. Right? Yeah, the wind I do not like fishing in, but cold, 
Yeah, I don't care if it's 30 degrees. I'm going to go. If well, I'm, Leon's I'm, living on the couch because his better half's got the upstairs. Because she's yeah, had that. Doing about that. She had that. <laughs> she's got the junk Kevin and I had when we couldn't do the forecast show a few oh. weeks back for like two weeks. And I know if Chip calls in, Chip's been fighting it for 10 days now. And he still sounds like you know what. So, yeah, it's 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 out there, whatever, RSV or RVS or whatever the heck it's called. Some cold situation or whatever. You okay. just hack your hack your brains out. So, yeah. So, unfortunately, Leon's got that running through his house right now. So Yeah, I'm sick. like the only one out of four that's not sick. Dude, so I'd like... walk around with a belt with, with uh, Lysol sprays all around my belt. <laughs> my youngest son, I don't. If all four, all three of well, there's well, there's now there's five of us living there, but well, actually, my youngest son just moved out. But anyways, when there was four of us living there, he was always the one. He'd never get sick. All three of us, we went through COVID three times. Really? He never got it, not one time. You're kidding me. He never gets a cold. I don't know. He's got something special. Damn, I wish I was like him. I mean, I don't get it much, but when I get it, just like you, I mean, I, I'm down. I mean, I'm down for two or three days. Maybe it's old age. I don't know. I'm just telling you. I can't take the punch anymore. It hurts. Well, I know I can't fall off a boat and walk walk away from it anymore <laughs> no, either. <laughs> no, no, no. Flipper's still not doing good there, buddy. How'd you re-injure it today? I didn't injure it today. I injured it on uh, on Christmas Whatever, Day. So Christmas like Day. A, yeah. Just picking up and playing with my pug. Oh. Well, doing stupid life. stuff. Yeah, you want know the they say if you're gonna be tough, wait yeah. a minute. If you're gonna be dumb. You better be tough. Yeah. Yeah. You, you've, but no, back, you've back made that fishing. philosophy come true. Yeah, you know, I, 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 you can see my picture next to it and in the dictionary yeah. for that. You're the living legend. But all in all, I've been pretty happy with the bite in the valley, redfish wise. Yeah, uh, I have not attempted to fish for drum or really go after trout. Uh, if I wanted to do that, I definitely would have switched over to the shrimp. But you know what? As good as the redfish bite has been lately, I'm not going to. You know what? Don't chase fish when you already no, find fish. No, no, no. We so, talked about that earlier, Leon. And and I fished the jetties for half an hour yesterday and f- never lost a shrimp. Five of us never lost a shrimp. Hmm. Never lost a shrimp in a half an hour. And I moved up and down that thing. Couldn't lose a bait to a sheephead. I figured, well, hell, we're going to roll right on out here, and and we're going to get some productivity. Nah. I think I might have had one sheephead bite. It's either that or a ringtail, the way he felt. But, no, I was really surprised the jetties weren't giving anything up. I got you. But, no more problems with sharks, I hope. No, it's too cold now. Yeah. Should be. I hope so. I don't know, man. I swear, I don't think it gets too cold for them now. Every year, they just seem to get worse. They're sticking around longer and longer. And I, I know we've talked on this a, a ton of times, but it just seems like, man, I was just talking to a potential charter guest on the phone yesterday, and he was telling me about the issues that, like, that this extends, like, way up north. Those They say that the guys, I guess this guy fishes regularly in Venice over there. They say they can't even hardly catch those yellowfins anymore because the sharks are so sharks bad. Sharks leave them up. And he was from New Jersey, and he said they have the same problems up there. They, they get to do quite a bit of yellowfin and bluefin yeah, fishing yeah, up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said the same thing, man. And hell, He's a 200 like, pound big eye or whatever that's you're fighting for an hour and a half to four hours, five hours. And everybody's, you know, the new thing with, with the tunas is people are trying to catch them on popping corks and spinning gear. Man, 
trying to catch a th- two, three hundred pound fish on spinning gear. Yeah, and keep him away from. No, the not me. Not with my arm. No, <laughs> not my shoulder. You either. need to leave it in the rod holder. Yeah, huh? leave that, let Rodney <laughs> do all that damage. Yeah, no, I could. I I agree. I mean, you hear it all the way down. You know, to the keys. I mean, you watch enough fishing shows and stuff like that. You see, all, them guys complain about it all the time. Oh yeah. Well, you know, it, it's been a problem in the southern part of right, the state, right. and then in the last three to five years, it's getting worse. We here. just. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Uh, Casey, line one's ringing. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, until the government sees it, which they haven't seen a lot of things lately. I wouldn't. Be I don't surprised. know too surprised if we didn't I, I believe we'll see a change here in the next couple of years it takes time to make changes you know with well the problem is we don't and i think everybody's in agreement just like a lot of things there's you're waiting on time and time is right now in the essence i mean we understand we all understand that of charter captains are all in agreement that I understand they haven't got their assessments totally, and we could talk about that subject for, I mean, for hours. But it's killing the reef system what those red snappers are doing. We all know that. We all know that. And until that they see our eyes that on, they need to shut Drooper totally down at all for three years. Close them. I, I'm not going to be surprised if that happens too. That I mean, you know, I mean they're yeah. they're already doing their best with the pelagics, with the tuna fishing and the, and the mahi fishing, you know. They're both fast-growing fish. I get it. Um, but, yeah, it's – I mean, they – unfortunately, you know, when you don't come out fishing with us and you sit behind a desk and make those calls, that's what's going to happen. Hey, uh, before you guys let me go, let me give you a bait report for uh, two of the uh, tackle shops that I uh, called this evening. Uh, Palm Valley Bait and Tackle right now has just shrimp. They're expecting um, – uh, mud minnows in, but they're not exactly if they're going to get them in this weekend. Uh, Rick's Bait and Tackle right now has shrimp, blues, blue crabs, mud minnows, and sand fleas. Uh, I am not, I cannot speak for uh, B&M Bait and Tackle, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if they have everything. And I, I can't speak for them. Maybe they have fiddlers. You can call them. I know that's in high demand right now. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Leon. Absolutely, guys. Y'all have a wonderful evening. Appreciate you. All right, man. Thanks for calling in. See you. Take care, Ricky. You're listening to the Ring Power Fishing Forecast. Captain Scott Shank. Captain Ricky Borg. Be right back. You're listening to the Ring Power Fishing Forecast Show. Brought to you by Awaken 180 Weight Loss on 1010XL. Welcome back to the fishing ring power fishing forecast. I'm Captain Scott Shank, Ricky, Captain Ricky Poor, and I guess let's run to the phone lines real quick. I believe we got Tommy holding on. Evening, Tommy. Hello, Tommy. Hello, Tommy. You hear me? Oh well, must have dropped. No trolling motor question. No trolling motor question. I guess that was. <laughs> oh, well. But uh, so with the forecast Sunday and Monday, how deep am I going? Am I trolling meat? Am I going to high speed? Or do I stay in around 100 foot and catch cobias? You know, 
the, as good as, well, there's multiple tournaments going on right now. So right. I would say there's going to be a lot of Wahoo fish. You know, the Kobe, there, it doesn't seem to be a lot of people after Kobe anymore. Anymore. There's, that whole, that whole phase the, and craze backed st- off. I still see the boats, you know, like, the, you know, there's, there's, there's normally three to four boats in that hundred foot of water range going out of St. Augustine that I'll pass coming back in. They'll be on, you know, what, Reggie's Taylor, Moody, one of them three. But the whole alien jig rage is over with. It's spent three years of them jigging and and all that work. kind of stuff. I've, I've I understand some. they do. I'm just saying you don't hear and you don't see the pictures like we used to see of the Cobia fishing and, and, you know, the Cobia pictures and all that kind of stuff. So this is something real quick before we go to Tommy. One thing that I've noticed about Cobia as of lately, in the last three years, say, we don't find the massive migrations coming up and down the beach like we used to. And no, I don't no, know no. if that's due to overfishing down south or, or, or whatever the case. We, I don't know. But it seems to me like the ray fishing deal is... Most either, of it's weather-oriented in that March and April. Yeah, I think that that's become really tough. There's that's there's still a handful of diehard people doing that, but it's it that's tough. I haven't caught one on the beach on a ray. In, oh no, uh, no, no. Years. Well, they've learned now. They've learned that that time. And you get up in the morning at five thirty, six o'clock, and you stay on US one or, or ninety five. You watch the tower boats going south. They go ahead and just get it over with and go. Straight down to Sebastian, yeah, or and that's probably or, or to Canaveral, because for some reason, when that weather hits Canaveral right there, how it gets real shallow, like it does out of Fernandina, where the shoals are, you know, three miles off the beach, kind of thing, and all that kind of stuff. It, it, there's always oh, that one nor'easter that comes in that gets them trickling this way, and then next thing you know, you get a nor'easter or something like that, or rough weather, and it just shuts them down. All right, let's go to Tommy real quick. Okay, let's do it. What's up, Tommy? Hello, Scotty Shanks. How you boys doing? Fine, good, sir. How are you? Uh, good, good, good. I, this is one of those, I wish I didn't have to ask you this way, but uh, forgive me by the train coming down the river if you can't hear it. I hear it. Um, the, uh, the trolling motor place in Mayport. Yep, trolling motor services. No, it's not TMS. There's another one. It starts with a numerical number, and I can't think if I talk. The lady does all the stuff, and I hate to do it this way because they don't pay to, you know, they don't pay to play. Right. But what uh, I, what's the first number? It's a letter. I mean, it's a it's a number, and I'm having a brain fart. I talked to the people before Christmas, and right now, I was trying to look up on my phone. I've had a million phone calls since then. I can't. I have no idea. I was giving them. I have no idea. Uh, I deal with Whalen Bay down there. I thought, no, nah, this is in Mayport. I thought I you know. were there and Captain Kirk does his stuff there. They're up there by Guy's Place somewhere. Atlanta Coast Marine? No, it's not, Brett. It's Kylie. I thought you, I mean, I really did. I thought you would know right off the top no, of your head. No, no, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Man, I got to use Google Map when I come up here to Jacksonville. I don't come up here. Oh, I, no, I feel you. Look, Mayport for me is foreign, coming from Mandarin and everything. No, I have no idea. None at all. Mm. Fair enough. Zippo. Fair enough. Zippo on that. No. Me neither. Sorry. Yeah. All right. All right. You boys be good. Thank All right, you, Tommy. Tommy. Bye. Yep. All right. Let's go Captain to Corey. Corey Sparks. What's up, Corey? Hey, guys. Hey, Ricky. Scotty. How you guys doing? <laughs> good, good, man. Good. Hey, listen. I got to tell on myself because 
Corey called me last night, you know, because we sent out the text, you know, who's, who's available, what can we do? So anyhow, <laughs> Corey's in his truck. I don't realize the family's in with him. Corey says, man, I really can't come up. He says, my in-laws are in town. And I go, damn, sorry for your luck. And his wife, Aaron's in the truck with him. It was like, oh, Aaron says, Scotty. I said, hey, that's a guy thing. That's an in-law question. I love my in-laws. Yeah. <laughs> I do. They treat me like gold. No, he did too. But anyway, I just thought it was funny. Aaron just absolutely. And then we also got back on the subject again. Uh, oh, yeah. She wasn't going to let you She wasn't letting me slide on week, that. Scotty. But she can say all she wants. I was there, and I witnessed the time she pulled up to the Christmas show for the outdoor show. And nobody wanted to get up out of bed. So Corey, of course, shows up with us first thing in the morning. And helps us. Well, Aaron and the kids don't get there until like 9.30. Now, most of the time in the past years, the kids, I mean, his kids are like raffle magnets. Everything that, whatever's going, <laughs> Corey goes home with, a, you know, with, with the back of the truck full. And so anyhow, Aaron comes up. I had to leave a little bit early from the outdoor show. I had to go to work. And uh so anyhow, so I'm just wearing her out. I said, why can't you get out of bed? It's one time, you know, a year, just like our charters. How the hell can you be late to the dock on a charter when we're leaving at 10? How do you be late? How do you possibly show up late for a charter at 10 o'clock in the morning? You know? Sometimes I'm happy when that happens. Sometimes I get well, mad. Well, it's just I get mad. I get, I get <laughs> hey, 7, the 7 or 7.30 starts. Okay. You know. Maybe you're just trying to like Corey does, and I know Leon used to. I mean, you want to go throw top waters, and you're missing that magical hour, Corey, you know, and you want to get, yeah. you know, March and April, you want to be on the water by 6 o'clock kind of thing. So as you run, you know, it's just starting to crack daylight, and you're going, yes, I'm going to, you know, i got plenty of time to get there. You know, everything's tied on because you can't see, and – they just they late fifteen or twenty minutes just throws the whole damn game plan off. It truly does, because now it takes yeah. whatever you're going to run, Corey. What five ten minutes? Let's just say to whatever. Now you stop short to something else that, in your mind, is not as productive as what you were going to go to. But any, anyhow, sorry. <laughs> anyhow, I don't understand anybody can be late. It's one day hey, a year. You book Scotty, with you me. can wear you can wear my family out anytime you want, man. Oh, you I know need all love, the help I, I can love get. it, dude. I just so much sit back and I just. <laughs> Oh, I must have been on the phone 20 minutes with them yesterday. Just Oh, wearing, Ricky, you should have heard them, Ricky. They, 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 Scotty's cursing Aaron. Aaron's cursing Scotty, and I'm just <laughs> driving and laughing. <laughs> the kids said, that's not right, Uncle Scotty. I said, that's all right. Just just close your ears. It's okay. I got this. <laughs> Corey, I could tell when we, when we came through the door here at the radio station, I could tell he was on yeah. a bender. I was like, not the drinking kind of bender. When, when I refer to a bender with Scotty, that means he is very talkative. Yeah. My damn washing machine went out, and it's $700 for the cheapest one. I was on a bender. I was yelling and screaming <laughs> at the wife and the daughter this afternoon. <laughs> and usually that means some angers involved. Yeah, there's anger somewhere. <laughs> Over $700 cheapest washing machine I could find. It's like, God, a washing machine this time of year. Anyhow, that's a whole other side of the story. So anyways, what you been catching, Corey? You been fishing or you been Oh, hunting? yeah, he's been busy. Yeah, I've been fishing. Uh, forgive me if I repeat anything. We were we were down here in St. Augustine with the family. and, and uh, But the uh, – Hold on one sec. Did you do what I said? 
Did you park uh, and ride? No, I didn't. We got lucky. We found the spot. We Dang, actually found two back, back spots way down by the armory, so we eased okay, in. But, okay, uh, okay, all right. Yeah. I, I don't just know. Was, the the bite just... in the valley's been a little bit weird. It's There's a lot of redfish around, and you're seeing them, but there's not a lot of bycatch that you would typically get this year. You know, black drum or trout, while you're while you're hitting spot to spot and covering ground, um, you just you just are not coming across a lot of bycatch you know, bat rods, but the redfish that are around are studs, you know, and they're eating, they're eating mud minnows more than anything right now. If you got blue crab, that's good. Um, tipping shrimp with, you know, fish bites or shrimp alone is a little bit slower, but it'll, it'll get them. But we had, we were out there last night, Matt my in-laws out and the kids and we saw, gosh, we saw a hundred redfish and every time they got within range, one of the kids would start fighting and then you just see them ease off and Leon drove by and I made the symbol of, uh, you know, shoot me. And I'm pointing at the school swimming away and Leon's just cracking up. He knew the misery I was in trying to, trying to put somebody on one with all that racket going on. Sounds like I needed a call last night (laughs) (laughs) and wear some out. Yeah. I'm like, guys, down. give give Papa one chance yeah. to get this this fit in there. Give me the rod. I'll take the rod. Thumping around the boat, you know, and it's glass calm. The wind mm-hmm. laid down. So, it, but there's the bite's good, man. Wintertime fishing in the valley is always fun, and you can stalk them and see them on the banks, and it's a blast. But see, I think that's so funny. You heard Leon said Leon saying the same things Corey is. Okay, even though Leon follows Corey around. Um, <laughs> uh, you see how to get that one in too, uh, but if you go two more miles south of where these guys are, that's where all the trout start. Okay, yeah. and I mean we're pecking on a few slot redfish and stuff in St. Augustine. Meaning, I don't. I mean on the main shorelines and 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 in the creeks and stuff like that. But mostly it's all rats where they're not seeing that stuff. They're seeing all. I mean every picture I've seen from you guys are. are you know, quality fish, you know, okay, your small ones might be 18 or 19 inches. But, I mean, there's yeah. been plenty of 30s and all that y'all been catching, you know, and it's just, it's, 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 it's just funny how you move two miles, three miles north or south, how the whole, you know, fishing thing changes, you know. South of the Bridge yeah. Alliance, there's not a damn trout down there, trust me. I fished all my trout stuff yesterday and never caught a one, you know. Yeah, the, the, it is weird how the rat reds have, have thinned out up our way because every Christmas I can think of buying the boys a new rod, I mean, you're going out to bend it on rat reds and catch a bunch of them, and they, they've slowed up, but the big ones are still they're still there. You know what, though? If they could have showed up a little earlier to the Christmas forecast show, there was only 25 of them that were given away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fishing poles. I'll make sure. I'll make sure Aaron listens. Uh, to just the make podcast, sure that Aaron listens to the podcast because I still got it. All right. <laughs> hey, thank you. We got to take a quick break. All right, guys. Last one of the night. Take care. Good Thanks, talking with Corey. you, Corey. See you. Bye, buddy. Captain Corey Sparks. Checking in. You listen to Ring Power Fishing Forecast. We got last little couple minutes here to go. You listen to Captain Ricky Papor, Captain Scott Shank. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Ring Power Fishing Forecast, Captain Scott Shank, Captain Ricky Papor. Um. Well, we know what's going on in the intercoastal. I mean, there's plenty of sheephead fishing to do. The red fishing is 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 is, is really good, depending on you know if you go shallow or, or stay on the main shoreline. Um, the way the forecast looks, outside of it being freezing cold, at least for us Floridians this time of year. I mean, they're calling whatever low of 
35, 37. You got a little bit of wind, so it's going to be nipply. Um, I'm ready for it. I, I, I welcome I, a cool yeah, weather I mean, change. I mean, it's, you know, it's it, 100%. I get it. I get it. What, in your eyes, look at Sunday, Monday. It says it's less than two foot. We try. We talked about it, just touched it earlier with the cobia fishing and all that kind of stuff. What, what would be your game plan then for Saturday and Sunday? Well, I'm not against live bait fishing. I do agree that it's probably as good a way to catch a 100-pound wahoo as any way of doing it. I just haven't seen the production. Like, to me, I'm a high speeder through and through, and I know that's terrible on the boat. I I don't like even pulling bait. It just requires more time. It's harder to find fish. And I think if they're going to bite, they'll bite high speed just as good as they'll bite uh, ballyhoo or mullet or whatever. And live baiting is by far the most fun way to catch one. Yeah, because you catch them on 25-pound tests. You're catching them on basically a beefed-up kingfish gear. It's basically it's kingfish gear with a different leader. That's it. And yeah. You, and you, know, you make the leader. So. Right. Um. Yeah, but it's it's very exciting to catch them that way. I mean, you know, I I haven't ever personally caught one that way. I've seen them bite that way, you know, live baiting, um, and <laughs> I've seen I've seen a guy throw a, a, the whole whole fishing pole in the water. You know, you're kind of trying to get the mm-hmm. drop back. He comes, he swings, yep. he misses, and then you're sitting there. Well, you gotta see him air out too. Which oh, you see during it. king fishing, which you're not really seeing when you high speed or and water. or when you drag bait. You and, know, and you know the byproduct is kingfish. Yeah. So that, you know, I just went on a. a I would think a big trip. mahi's and stuff were going to eat too. You I mean you're still out there? Nah, mahi because water. you're using pretty big baits. I mean, you know, not really. I mean, we're looking for the bullet bonitas, the ten inch yep. fish, or uh, you know, blue runners or something. But I think the book. So I did see a uh, what was it like a twenty five pound blackfin caught on a. Like maybe a one pound bonita. Really, I wouldn't even have thought they could eat that. But yeah, they can. Well, but. I mean, I you know I I haven't got any feedback on them yet. Strike Zone's the only one that's carrying them, but I did come up with you know some rigs for them uh, with Captain's Choice. And hey, you didn't help. You didn't come up with that. You entirely. helped me. We worked together on it. Yes, you and I worked together on it. Yes, we did. But anyhow, they're available at Strike Zone. I mean, I would like some feedback on them, um, but. Uh, I think they're they're going to do things, everything that you need to be. Live bait rigs for, for Wahoo. Oh, yes. fishing. Bye. All right. Thanks, y'all. Appreciate y'all listening to the uh, Ring Power Fishing Forecast. Um, I, uh, I guess it's going to be Jeff and Kirk and whoever else they bring in for Saturday morning for the uh, Ring Power um, uh, Outdoor Show from 7 to 10 here on 1010XL. And also, it's hard to believe, when we come back next Thursday, it's going to be a whole new year. Yep. 2024, 2024 baby. coming in. Coming in fast, too. Hopefully it comes in with uh, some tournament winnings for me. Yeah. I, that's, I <laughs> that's mean, what, I, 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 hey, you know, come back, you know, healthy and, and all that. And, again, we wish everybody out there, thanks for always listening to us and putting up with us all every year. Uh, you've been listening to Ring Power Fishing Forecast. For Captain Ricky Papour, I'm Captain Scott Shank. Have a happy new year. Y'all always be safe. See ya. Happy new year. See ya.